good evening and welcome to another episode of Religions, Regimes and Refugees and their Multicultural Mess and Secular Scam. Thank you so much for joining me again today. I really appreciate your presence and I'm really honored by your time and your support to my podcast every single day. Um, I just want to say, um, I forgot to mention yesterday, happy Janmashtami. I hope you had a great time, uh, a great day. And a great day of reflection um, for the journey that we have taken. Um, the lessons left behind by Lord Krishna. I hope you had an extremely good day of of uh, of bathing yourself in his legacy and understanding the currents of Fama waves, the lessons that he 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 left behind, and uh, the knowledge and and. Um, and and the counsel that he left behind for the generations to come i I think that is a great great um journey um and uh, and we have a lot to learn from his knowledge his wisdom and i hope you had a chance yesterday to do that and continue doing that every day going forward now um i remember i just want to say um Years ago, I was uh, in India, and I was going. I went for a haircut. My family said, "Call us. Call me when you finish." And um, I said, "Okay." Um, I I finished my haircut. I was walking on the street. I said, ah, I'm not going to disturb them. I'm just going to walk, find my way through, and 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 walk home. I, you know, I'm doing nothing anyway. I'm on holiday, and I walked and walked and walked, and I came to a. Um, a shop uh, where they sell the, uh, sold artifacts and things like that, and I saw in the window um, a huge statue of Radha and Krishna. It was gorgeous, and I just wanted to buy it. I just wanted, but it was so expensive. And I said, "My God, how am I going to get this here anyway?" It was about nine thousand dollars. It came to. And I was nah, This is not good. It's not going to fit in my suitcase. Anyway, so I went in. I said, "I'm just going to go in and see what it is." And behind the statue of Radha and Krishna in the shop, there was this huge, massive um, suitcase size, well, semi suitcase, um, um, a Gita, Bhagavad Gita. There were only apparently 20, 20 or twenty-one pieces made. It was sort of a hand print. It was an artistic piece, and hand print. It was. Uh, Three versions, uh, Sanskrit, Hindi, and English, uh, and all you know, written per page. Every every uh, every line was translated into three languages, and there was artistic work on it. It was absolutely gorgeous. It came in its oh its own box, um, and it was it was fantastic. I bought it. It was about nine hundred dollars. And I was like, uh, you know, I just got to do it. I, I didn't buy it the same day. I came back and forth, arranged some funds in my bank account, made sure the funds enough for the, for the, my card to pass, and then I ended up buying it and shipping it to to, uh, to where I live. And uh, it was very expensive, and people were, like, laughing at me. Like, why, why did you buy that? You could have told me I was giving you something free. I said, you don't understand. The Bhagavad Gita, I could buy it myself for $10. I could buy it downloaded free. It's not the same. This is an artistic piece, an absolute artistic piece. Beautiful and gorgeous. It was art. Every page had art on it. It was uh, self-handcrafted, uh, so to speak. Um, it came in its own box. It was so huge. I had one box for that. It has its own stand. 
and it ended up costing me off the transport and everything $900 US just that that box and at, at, at immigrations um, US immigrations I was asked uh, do you belong to to um, do you belong to a, um, a movement or a sect or something like that and I said no I just bought this and uh, and I, I don't remember what I said but I was laughing I think they said oh you were you um, you belong to ISKCON so is laughing anyway I bought it home it was beautiful I couldn't wait to unload it and I read a page every day it's absolutely fantastic and uh, uh, yeah I hope uh, I hope you guys get to have the opportunity to buy material and knowledge books on Krishna um, and and going forward yes um, you know learn from the lessons he left behind so happy Janmashtami to one, one and all I know it's it's a weird thing to say on on the day I'm wishing you a happy gymnast me, but I am also going to talk about rape today. Um, it is important, very important. We can learn a lot from this junction. It's something we don't talk about. The reason I'm talking about this is um, is the Bilko case uh, that happened. Um, in, in India, uh, I'm sure you've heard the news all along. Um, it was a case of uh, 11 convicts being released uh, for a lady called Bilko Bado, Bilki Spano, uh, during the 2002 riots. Um, now, before I get into that, I just want to talk in rape generally. So, if you go into to different definitions of rape, Rape is the uh, a time where someone of the opposite gender or even the same gender um, abuses you sexually uh, or touches or manipulates your private parts uh, without your consent. Okay, um, so that could be a man and a woman, or women on man, because even women rape men. And for those who don't know, it does happen. Um, there are many boys who are raped, who sexually abused. No one talks about that. Very, very important to talk about that. Uh, but it's basically when when someone uses, touches your private parts without your consent. Okay, The age for rape can differ from one country to another, one place to another. But in the Indian Penal Code before 2013, rape, uh, a man is said to commit rape who accepts, um, who accepts case who except case here and after ex accepted has sexual intercourse with a woman in circumstances falling under any of the six falling descriptions against her will without her consent, with her consent when her consent has been obtained by putting her or any person under, uh, who is interested person in whom she's interested in the fear of death or hurt, with her consent when a man knows that he is not her husband and that her consent is given because she believes that there is another man whom she herself is lawly uh, married to. Fifth, with her consent when at any time of giving such consent by reason of unsoundness of mind or intoxication uh, or the administration by him personally or to another by any stupefying or wholesome substance, she is unable to understand the nature of consequences of that to which she gives consent. Sixthly, sixthly with or without a consent when she's under 
the age of 16, and penetration is sufficient to constitute sexual intercourse necessary to offense of rape. Sexual intercourse by a man with his own wife, the wife not being under 15 years, is not rape. That's marital uh, rape. The law was amended uh, in um, 2013. Um, so it basically says approximately the same thing. Uh, a man is said to, to commit rape if he penetrates his penis to any extent into a vagina, mouth, uterine, anus of a woman, or makes her do so with him or by or any other person. Uh, goes on into uh, giving details and and uh, here are the following descriptions against the will with her consent with her consent when her consent has been obtained by putting her or any person whom she's interested in the fear of death or hurt fourthly with her consent when the man knows he is not her husband and her consent is given because she believes that he is another man to whom she she is or believes herself to be lawfully married. Fifthly, with her consent, when at the time of giving such consent by reason of unsoundness of mind or intoxication, or the administration by him personally, or through another, of any stupefying or wholesome substance, she is unable to understand the nature and consequences of that which she gives consent. With or without her consent, when she is under the age of 18 years old, when she is unable to communicate consent, and for the purpose of this section, vagina shall also include labia majora, consent may be unequal, voluntary agreement when the woman by words, gestures, or any form of verbal or non-verbal communication communicates willingness to participate in specific sexual act. Provided that a woman who does not physically resist to the act of penetration shall not be the reason only of that act be regarded as consenting to the sexual activity. Uh, it goes on and goes on and goes on. Uh, but basically you understood what rape is. Okay? They don't talk about rape of boys over here because men are not supposed to be, men are always the perpetrators of the crime, but it is wrong. Even men can be raped and are raped. Unfortunately, weak men are used. They are raped by women, they are raped by other men, and that is a crime. Boys underage are raped, um, and that is also a crime. Uh, Incest pedophilia, it happens. Uh, now, the question is, we, we've heard the legal uh, reason for rape. What is really rape? Now, we know that we are uh, a duality. We are an electromagnetic field. Okay, So we are physical and metaphysical. The physical is the particles, the atoms, the molecules at its minutest form, which gravity together to form mass, and the metaphysical, which is our energy field. Okay, So that's negative, positive, and magnetic. And we roam in cycles. Our chakras, our energy fields in cycle, it uh, coordinates with the geomagnetics of the ground. So um, we are like currents and waves. So say you see a river, okay? The river is not moving. The water is stagnant. It accumulates dirt, 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 and and then you will see mosquitoes. You will see filth. You will see la, you you will see uh, um, 
you know, uh, insects in it because there's no vent for the water to move. There's no vent of the water to get out of the system of that uh, lake or that river. It's blocked in some way and becomes green, becomes mossy, and you don't like it. It's not nice. So, um, similarly, we are electromagnetic fields. We are continuous cycles of of energy, okay, like currents and waves. If you block uh, your energy in a block, in a box, so you you you, you give your 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 um your energy field, your mind a narrative, and you lock it in the narrative, you lock it in the in in the under the label, and you put it on a slave plantation, ideological plantation. You feed that energy. You block it. You don't allow it to leave. You you block it with intellectual dogma and pretend that it's some type of uh, in, in divine inspiration. And you lock it. You lock it. You lock it. At one point, your energy is going to be weak. It's going to be corrupted. It's going to be incompatible, and it's going to be. Uh, infected with disease and and that disease is your ideology so they feed you so basically when you are captured or you are approached and you fed an ideology and this ideology then indoctrinates your mind occupies rent free space in your mind you don't realize it you think they're doing you something good you they only give you selective uh, they give you knowledge with selective amnesia only the good parts the good parts the nice part and before you know it you are dependent on on someone else so you depend on generation after generation with this ideology. The next thing you know, you're so weak that they will rape your body. So before the rape of your mind, remember there's always, sorry, before the rape of your body, there's a rape of your mind. Very important. That's why we see many priests, uh, imams, we see, um, um, we see, um, uh, mullahs, tullahs, we see uh, uh, Sikh uh, gurus, we see uh, pundits, all involved in sexual exploitation of their congregations, very often, because they are responsible for feeding you an ideology. They block your mind onto an ideological plantation, uh, and then they'll sell your human capital to the highest bidder for votes, for power, for money. Uh, on the meanwhile, because they have now in your mind, you're so dependent on them. You think that they know everything. They've given you the best possible concept, the best possible outlet. But in reality, they put you on a slave plantation. They make you feel that you're not in prison. But in reality, they 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 you they lock you in an ideological prison. And when they are locked in an ideological prison, they'll give you only words that you want to hear, nice words. They bring you to the bottom of the cycle. The moment you are at the bottom of the cycle and the weakest, you dwell up, you become weak, which is what a lake that doesn't have an outlet is. You have no outlet because you don't realize you, they've they have given you a narrative, you concocted your mind to be controlled only by them. And then they will rape your body. Okay, that, my dear friends, is rape. Rape is the is the exploitation of your mind with an ideology that is foreign to you, that is not native to. Rape is is a, rape starts with the exploitation of your mind first with an ideology. It doesn't matter what the ideology is. Okay, 
So uh, the exploitation of your mind with an ideology and, and the subsequent rape of your body by the people who feed you this ideology. Okay. And then you become dependent on them. So you cannot even leave. They will exploit you generation after generation after generation until the pain and the trauma of that rape, not only of your mind, but the physical abuse of your uh, body uh, is so much that you explode. And that explo explosion is a war. Um, that explosion is violence in your home. And when you try and leave, then they'll abuse you physically. Like, like every single priest, uh, priest, mullah, tullah, uh, even the pundits, they mostly Abrahamic faiths because they believe in ideological dogma. So uh, not to say that the others don't do it, okay? Because we know it across the board. Everything can become dogma when you have only one power. So, um, yes. Um, they will do everything for you not to leave the plantation. They will insult you. They will degrade you. They will chastise you. They will beat you. They will counsel you to feel ashamed of yourself. And this is why we're going hate speech. Everyone's going, oh, well, Islamophobia, uh, hate speech, uh, violence, race, blah, blah, blah. Why? Because they know finally we're exploding on the inside. So they're trying to con convince us that the problem we're not really slaves we're not really on a plantation no they haven't raped our mind and so they're doing everything so that we don't leave because they've given us a, a narrative that makes us feel we are not in a prison um we are uh, we are free in reality they want us to stay on that on that plantation and so they're raping our minds with ideology that makes you believe uh, that you're you're free but you're not and then they physically rape your body afterwards now they realize that you're um that you're you we have knowledge they uh, they realize that we are we are connected we can connect the dots and as a result of which we then rape, you then rape uh, the body so they're doing everything to keep us on a plantation with age speech with race which intolerance which islamophobia xenophobia hate phobia z phobia green phobia yellow phobia all the phobia so that you stay on a plantation and believe that you're victim by someone else but in reality they are the ones who are victimizing you they're the ones who uh, who give you this narrative and, and make you victim what they are doing is they do not want you, so they're giving you all the chastising. Um, um, they're giving you all the chastising narratives uh, to to make you feel ashamed of yourself uh, and and make uh, make you feel low and lonely, so that you they continue raping your mind and eventually your body to remain to benefit from your human capital so rape always starts with uh, uh, the uh, exploitation of your mind by an ideo ideology the colonization of your mind and that's why you see abrahamic religions have so many so much violence because they're all about congregation about 
um, isolating and exploitation your mind to believe in some cock and bull story that doesn't make any sense. And you see 3,000 years of Abrahamic history, there's violence from start to end. There's complete and utter violence, wars after wars after wars, bloodshed after bloodshed after bloodshed after genocide, um, and 100 million refugees on, on the planet uh, right now, 90% of which, 90 to 95 um yeah um 90 to 95 uh percent of the planet um of refugees is actually coming from uh abrahamic groups uh unfortunately that is the official um the official refugee status was 82 million uh, a couple of months ago it's now 89.93 not 100 100 million i apologize uh but this is what is declared okay there's a lot more that's not declared um so the unhr says 89 million and you understand why 90 percent 90 to 95 percent is coming from abrahamic countries because their dogma is so deep it's it's all about colonizing your mind uh abusing and, and and abusing you mentally feeding you an ideological uh, narrative to control your your metaphysical um, to colonize your energy and use it and abuse it uh, make you believe in some some you know uh, holier than thou paradise but in in reality they they want to use your um, your metaphysical and and keep it stagnant on a plantation to use it for their vested interest and then they abuse you physically um so that is rape the abuse of your your mind uh the colonization and abuse of your mind and finally the colonization and abuse of your physical body it always so it always starts with uh your human uh your metaphysical energy that that abuse and 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 rape of your physical your metaphysical energy is the first form of rape um and that is why we've got problems um no one talks about this no one everyone talks about the physical part part but we are not only physical we are physical and metaphysical we're negative and positive we're electromagnetic very important we're always a duality very important for you to understand now, that is point number one I wanted to bring to you. Point number two I wanted to bring to you, it's our currents that form our waves. Nothing happens on the outside, nothing. The violence on the, uh, at the borders is an extension of the violence in your streets. The violence in your streets ha is an extension of the violence in your homes. Stop the violence in your homes and you will stop the violence in your streets. Stop the violence in your streets and you will stop the violence at your borders. Uh, rape starts at home 99% of people who are raped on the streets are raped in their homes and you can go across the board whether whatever the group whatever the uh, whatever the ideology whatever is the label whatever is your format you are raped every single person who is raped on the streets and cries rape you will find them have sexual and physical abuse in their homes it is a given because it's your currents that form your waves. Our currents always start from home and we inherited 
those currents are inherited from our parents who start from their homes and their homes and it goes up and up the ladder. So it's our currents that form the waves. It's not the waves who, who form the currents. You have to understand that we have our homes are mini feudal estates. And because we're coming out of a feudal period in time, um, because we're coming out of a feudal period, 5,000 years of feudal history, our mindset, our energy uh, is all controlled by these feudal um, dictates, these feudal laws. And these feudal laws are now gone and these feudal laws have become religions and their sales and marketing managers of God are there, are our new, uh, our modern day rapists, I, rapists of our, of, of our metaphysical isolating our metaphysical into into ideological plantations um abusing it with a dogma that is stagnant uh, and 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 uh, and a chain and handcuffs uh for you to remain stagnant and not evolve that is dogma and that is the new modern ideological uh slave mongers um that go by the self by priests pundits uh, mullahs tullahs padres uh, rabbis and, and so on and so forth um so they are the modern the feudal lords and they control our homes because they need us to keep they need to keep raping our mind and using our human capital for their power they what they do is they they um they insist that your parents abuse you physically mentally at home by forcing you to put you in a box keep you on a plantation indoctrinate you with dogma 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 that's a rape of your mind and eventually you become weak that weakness will will act as physical abuse will then translate into physical abuse that physical abuse is then goes onto the physical abuse in the street so you have to understand rape starts at home 99 percent of the people who are raped um, who are raped um, don't um, uh, don't uh, don't don't get raped on your streets. Get raped at home first. But we never tell our parents this. Uh, ne never tell anyone this. We 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 pretend that oh my god, the rape happens on your streets because we refuse to tell ourselves uh, that that we have gone to sexual abuse in our homes now. I have not gone to sexual abuse, but I've gone to different other forms of abuse. My parents were very abusive. I came to a very abusive home because my parents themselves came to trauma. They were not raped, but they came to the trauma of the 1940s uh, and 50s and 60s. And, and, and that generation was where they, uh, they were the most vulnerable and they went through this trauma. And a trauma that war continued in our homes, but that rape of their minds to ideology led to the to the rape of led to the trauma on the outside, which transferred to us, and, and the trauma continued. We're lucky we, there was no rape or sexual abuse, but it could have very well been so. Now, the reason why I got out of it and, and, and my siblings and I were able to get out of it because we stood up to this trauma and said enough is enough. We said, no, we're not submitting anymore. We were able to take our responsibility and, and, and then have equal opportunity because my father, uh, you know, very intellectually allied, uh, 
aligned as he was, made sure that in spite of the trauma, he gave us the key to our freedom. He said, read, whatever you do, read. If the earth comes to an end, the sky falls down and you read. And we used to say, well, what if the sky comes down on us and the world comes to an end? We don't need to read. Well, you'll be ready for your next life, he said. So don't stop reading, just continue reading. Uh, and that reading, that ex that venting of our emotions, that ability to vent, gave us the freedom to uh, to not remain stagnant, to evolve, just like unlike a lake that's that whose whose uh, whose vent uh, has been cut off and, and blocked. Uh, we were given that key to keep flowing and evolve with knowledge, knowledge, knowledge. And because we were able to vent with knowledge, with sport, with other activities, it was like he put us in a prison, but he gave us the key to get out of the prison at the same time. And so finally, we are slowly by slowly healing. And this podcast is about externalizing those emotions, externalizing that journey, the experience, the knowledge we've accumulated and giving it out to other people so they might learn from our journey. So rape always starts with the abuse in our homes. If you cannot stop it, if you cannot carry it, if you cannot uh, put an end to it, that cycle will continue and it continues generation after generation. So that is point number two I want to uh, I want to say. So rape, point number one, rape uh, starts uh, with um, your any the rape of your human capital no sorry the rape of your mind with an ideology that keeps you on a stagnant plantation the rape of your mind and your energy uh, on an intellectual or ideological plantation and then rape it belongs then rape then the rape of your body continues Point number two, what is important to note is that rape always starts in your home, never starts in the streets. The abuse, uh, physical, mental, emotional rape of your mind, and then the subsequent physical abuse of your body, eventually leading to rape in your homes, will transform the streets. So if you want to stop the rape on your streets, um, you will have to stop the rape in your bar, um, at your homes. Uh, not only physical, but also ideological rape of our minds. That's very important. Point number four that I wanted to have uh, to say that we are cyclic. We go to 360 degrees of the cycle. Um, and every degree that means is an emotion, is a junction, is an experience in life. Every part of those 360 degrees. Uh, one of those um, um, one of those degrees is rape. Okay, every emotion will be will will be experienced by you in a cycle. So we go to a cycle daily, uh, biweekly, um, uh, every every two weeks, every every quarterly cycle, um, and then every um, um, and, and on and on the cycle goes. Okay, and and finally you have to full cycle, the procession cycle of the earth, which is, which is, we are a cosmos, so the entire cycle, so within a cycle, we're in another cycle, we're cycle, within cycles of cycles of cycles, so that's important, so the 360 degrees, every, every degree, every 360 degrees, there'll be one cycle that you'll be raped, rape, uh, one degree you'll be raped, so you go through that, that process of rape, now rape, when I'm saying you, you will be raped. I'm not talking physically or uh, um, sexually, 
but I'm talking of at least you will go to the rape of your mind. You will go to the rape of your metaphysical energy. Keep it on an ideological plantation, stagnant, and and the capture of the that met, metaphysical energy. You will go to that if you know how it works. If you understand the currents and form the waves, if you can have that con uh, that conversation and continue and continue externalizing and externalizing and externalizing you will not let it transfer into physical rape. So because you're on an ideological plantation, because you are, uh, you're, you are enslaved in a dogma that pretends that you are being, you're actually free, you're not in prison, that pretends that you're not on a, on a, on a separate plantation, that you're, you're going to heaven, that gives you the feeling that you're in some type of paradise, but in, in reality that you, you're in a prison. If you, you can prevent that by continuously having a conversation, externalizing your emotions, you will your mind your rape of your mind will not lead to the rape of your body and that's very important to understand so you have to understand and be ready for that cycle if you don't understand your cycle you don't understand the 360 degrees that every degree is an emotion is an experience you have to go through all th 90 or 360 degrees of them but if you're smart enough you understand and you project you will automatically be free uh, and you will not let the negative affect the positive. You, you will avoid the negative. You will balance your magnetic field and you will stay above the water. That means your head will be above the water. You will not sink. But people who are raped are people who have sunk and people who have no ability to have a conversation, have power, uh, um, uh, create an aura of security around them with knowledge and so automatically they succumb to the rape of their body um, and that exactly my dear friends is rape so it's very important to understand that you have to learn your cycles understand the currents that form your waves and you have to project fifthly uh, you have to understand that we have generation after generation to the thousands of years of feudalism uh, and these empires, they ha we have now children of incest and rape. Somewhere up the line, these empires have raped our ancestors. Whether we like it or not, we have gone through it. Every single person on this planet has an ancestor. Whoa, so there, there goes my glass. Sorry, that's okay. My glasses got saved. Ouch. That's a lot of money. Um... So every single ancestor, every single one of us will have an ancestor who was raped one point or the other. Um, and if you don't understand that, you do not have the guts to talk about that, that rape will continue because we are currents and waves. We're absolute currents and waves. The currents will continue and form the waves. The currents don't stop. The waves don't stop. Can you stop any of it? No. So you have to have the courage to understand those currents that form the waves, to understand the rape that you've gone through, that your your ideologues, your mullahs, your tullahs, your padres, your pundits have put you through. Have the courage to talk about it. Um, have the courage to offload the data. Understand the atwa, all that lies in between the layers and the layers of dogma and and and, and prison imprisonment in this ideal in these ideologies to make you believe that you're on some some sort of paradise. Those rape of your ancestors by these religions, these feudal religions, these colonial religions, and is also rape 
there's been rape and rape and rape and rape and rape so much in uh, empire after empire whichever the empires whether it's local indian empires or worldly empires any empire we have all ancestors have gone through rape so somewhere up the line there has been rape in our past in our history and cycle after cycle we have gone through it that's how they've converted us to these ignorant religions by raping our ancestors all of it from the portuguese to the spanish to the british to the europeans to the arabic to the muslim empires islamic empires to the vedic empires there's been rape to the persian empires Akkadian empires african empires other arabian empires africa uh, north african empires south african empires native american empires every single one of them has used rape that means when they 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 go to battle they capture their captives one side will win one side will lose they capture their cat captives when they capture their captives the women will be raped uh if they do not give in and they do not convert or they do not uh join a new alliance they will be they will be forced to either marry a a, a soldier and they all they will be raped uh and they will be made to live in a new society uh if they convert and they say oh well they converted there's no rape yes there's been rape at this point in time the biggest empire that's still alive and has used rape the biggest amount of rape is the islamic empire not to say that the christian empires did not do it not to say the other empires did not do it but islam is what submission to god because you're a slave of god but god no one has seen god so they they who are you the slave of man once so that is exactly what i'm talking about that they make you believe that you're not being raped you're not a slave and they will rape your mind eventually rape your body and and say well you know uh you're not raped don't worry we saved you from rape but you're not raped but what is rape submission to to remain on a plantation stagnation stagnation of that river of that lake without any outlet stagnation the moment you're stagnated at one point you will be raped and so they say you're your slave why submission to god to be a slave of god and who controls that slavery man so if you control that slavery and your man's controlling at one point you're going to be weak and man's going to rape you and they say no 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 with selective amnesia there's not been rape but look at the history it's it's it's, it's huge and and 1300 years of uh, islamic occupation of this land has led to the rape of our ancestors somewhere up the line we've always we've been through that trauma and we have to understand if we if we talk about it in a superlative that's not of course the only rape that's happened you go back prior to the abrahamic times there has been rape uh of women and men on the indian subcontinent and all over the world um by many many uh, by the empires have come and gone uh there's been a lot of rape but we we talk about our ancestors in superlatives what are we telling our mind because this knowledge this data is all indoctrinated in and and registered in our dna because our dna is made of packets of data so every single packet of data if you do not open it that whatever transpired in that data is now in your mind so you tell your you you tell your mind oh it's perfect it's superlative my ancestors were so great what is the mind going to say okay 
It's going to repeat. You're, you're giving your mind commands because your data is a computer. Your DNA is a computer. You're telling your computer everything's okay. You press enter, go ahead. It will execute. It'll execute everything that's stored in your data, in, in your DNA. And if there's rape, the rape will continue. So if you don't, you don't have the courage to open that packet of data, to open the server, to unload the cache, to unload the memory every single day. To unload, offload, 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 understand the currents that form the waves, the atwa. That's why we say atwa is so important. Everything that lies in between, all that lies in between, it is the most important thing you will do. It's very important for you to understand this junction, my friends. Very, very important to understand. Atwa, all that lies in between the currents that form your ways to offload every single junction has to be made into an intellectual laboratory you have to take responsibility for your actions responsibility for the, uh, the actions of your of your ancestors not because you created that crime because it happened and if you do not offload this data you do not um offload the baggage, the, the junction, make that junction in intellectual laboratory. Tell yourself, yes, it happened. Very much like my parents went to the trauma of partition. Um, I had to tell myself it happened. I had to buy the books that made me read aloud the trauma, the, the cries, the screams, the bloodstained walls, the bloodstained streets, the farms, the uh, the trauma that, that, that they left behind. I had to hear it for myself to understand, to wake my, me up and, and feel the pain so that I could make my peace, apologize for the past, uh, for the trauma uh, that my parents underwent um, my family underwent, even if I was not there, even if they didn't do anything to un to apologize to my metaphysical, to my mind, to my energy of the trauma that they went through, make my peace, understand the currents that form my waves, um, um, and, and, and then move on. And if you do not tell yourself that, uh, the trauma will continue. It's very much like you, you, we put dirt into the ocean, and those that dirt, that you know, plastic bottles keep coming, coming, coming. We washed up and show, but if you don't clean it up and you put it, the plastic bottle is washed up at shore, and you take the plastic bottle instead of putting it in a garbage bin and sending it to recycle, you throw it back into the ocean. What do you think is going to happen? And some more fish are going to get spoiled, and 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 get uh, some more fish are going to die. Um, and the oceans are going to get polluted. It is, it is a given. So we are telling ourselves that the rape, uh, the the rape and the trauma of our ancestors went that happened. Uh, oh, it's so superlative. God sent them, and God told them, and God this and God that. And they say, okay, well, you know, you're giving your command to the computer, to the nerve center. You're pressing on the enter. It's going to continue. It's going to execute. And if it executes, you've been raped. Your ancestors have been raped. If your ancestors have been killed, murdered, or whatever, it'll continue. And if it continues, and then you scream, oh, my God, it's, it, you know, I, I pray to God I'm a poor victim. Uh, excuse me. Did you clean up your mind? Did you take your responsibility for the past? Did you understand the currents that form your waves? No, the rape is going to continue. Why are you blaming someone else? So people, when they say, oh, it's your fault, you're raped, there is, 
no, it's not always your fault. They're too involved. But what they mean is what our ancestors knew long before these ridiculous Abrahamic dogma religions came along and, and made us slaves on a plantation. Um, what they knew was that it was our currents that form our waves. It is, uh, we are cyclic, and so the currents are going to form these waves, and, and it is our duty to introspect, introspect, be on that continuous journey of introspection. And once we introspect, open the, the dot, make every single junction in, in, into, in, into an intellectual laboratory, uh, offload the data, make our peace with it, understand it, understand the currents, uh, we will be empowered with knowledge. We will be free from the trauma. We will make our peace with the trauma. We will heal. And we will not find ourselves back in the same position as that of our ancestors, where we are on the losing side. We're butchered. We're raped. We are traumatized uh, by these, these gong traumatizers and by these ideologues, these dogmas, and we will be free. We will not put ourselves back in the same position. But we cycle after cycle, we find ourselves in the same position because we refuse to take acknowledgement for, our, for actions of the ancestors because they are the currents that form our ways. We didn't start yesterday. We inherited everything from our parents. Who inherited everything from their parents and the parents before that? And here we go rape. So it is important to, for you to understand these, uh, these junctions. It's important for you to understand these points. Rape is not only the rape of your body. It is the rape and colonization of your mind for exploitation and the consequent rape of your body. That is very important, my friends. Have that conversation. Speak with your friends. Speak with your neighbors, your social media groups, your families, your friends at school, at work, at colleges, at work. And please, please have that conversation. Spread the news. It is important that we heal this, this trauma of rape um, um, of our society. And only by having that conversation can we change. Because if we don't have this conversation, this will continue. You have to take your responsibility. Whichever angle you come from, whatever label you have, you are currents and waves. You are not labels. It's just a narrative. What you are is an energy field. So thank you for listening to me on that. And I will come back to what I started with this podcast for. Uh, this podcast for rape was brought about by the events of um, of a few days ago where uh, Bilkis Bano, gang rape victim from 2002, uh, was raped and her family is killed and the 11 convicts were released. So I want to just talk briefly about that. Um, 11 men, the, the situation is 11 men convicted for life imprisonment for gang raping a then five month pregnant Bilkis Bano and murdering her family members during the 2002 Gujarat riots walked out of the Gudra sub jail after panel approved the application for remission. So basically, uh, what it was is that, um, uh, here, here's the case. Okay. So after, um, after um, Muslim gangs, um, who they denied, who allegedly, because I have to say allegedly because they denied this, uh, but we know that the Islamic gangs burnt uh, a Sabar Mati train uh, with 59 Karsevats on board, including women and children, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, no one paid the price. No one is in prison for that. Uh, but uh, here we... Here, um, and here we are. Um, 
because of the outbreak of violence, then pregnant five-month five pregnant Bilki Ban, Bilkis Bano fled to Randikpur village, uh, fled from Randikpur, her village, with a three-and-a-half-year-old daughter and 15 other members of her family. They took re refuge in a Chaparwad district. However, on March the 3rd, they were attacked by 20-30 people armed with sticks, swords, and, 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 and sickles. Among the attackers were 11 of the accused men. Bilkis, her mother, and three other women were raped and brutally assaulted on the 17th of the 17-member group of Muslims from Radikpur village. Eight were found dead, six were missing, and only Bilkis, a man, and three-year-old survived the attack. Her multiple reports, Bilkis, as per multiple reports, Bilkis regained consciousness and three hours after the incident, after borrowing clothes from an Adivasi woman, made her way to the Limkeda police station to register a complaint. Uh, Bilki was taken to public hospital for medical examination only after she reached the Godra relief camp. Her case was taken up by the National Human Rights Commission and Supreme Court, which uh, ordered an investigation by the CBI. Uh, the accused in the case were arrested in 2004 and the trial began in Ahmedabad. However, after Bilkis expressed apprehensions that witnesses would, could be harmed and the evidence collected by the CBI tampered with, the Apex Court transferred the case to Mumbai. In, on the 21st of January 2008, the CBI sentenced Levin accused to life imprisonment on the charges of conspiration of rape of a pregnant woman, murder, and unlawful assembly under the Indian Penal Code. The court acquitted seven others accused for lack of evidence, one of whom was accused and died during um, one accused had died during the trial. The court then sent, held that uh, Jaswant Bhai Nai and Govind Bhai Nai and Narish Kumar Moridya, deceased, had raped Bilkis. Uh, while Shailesh Bhatt had killed her daughter, Shaleha, by smashing her on the ground. Others who were convicted, and their names given over here, according to the Indian Express, Judge Salvi turned Bilkis' courageous deposition as turning point in the case. Um, ten years after this, the Bombay High Court in May 2017 upheld the conviction and life imprisonment of 11 men in the gang rape case. In 2019, the Supreme Court awarded compensation of 50 lakhs to Bilkis, the first such order in case related to the 2002 riot. In every apparent, it is, it is very apparent that what should have happened has happened and the state has given has, has to give compensation. The apex court bench of the then Supreme Justice of India, Rajni Gogoi, and Justices Deepak Gupta and Sanjeev Khanna had said. So why have the convicts been released? One of the convicts, uh, Radhe Shayam Shah, had approached the Gujarat High Court seeking remission of the sentence under Section 432 and 433 of the Code of Criminal Procedure. The High Court dismissed the plea while observing that the appropriate government uh, to take a decision about remission is Maharashtra and not Gujarat because the case was done in Maharashtra. So Shah then filed a plea in the Supreme Court pleading that he has been in jail for 15 years and four months without permission uh, as of 1st of April 2022. The Apex Court directed the Gujarat government to look into the issue of remission of the sentence following which the government formed a committee uh, who... Um, so a committee formed a few months back to look to took and took a unanimous decision in the favor of remission. Uh, 
uh, of the living convicts in the case. A recommendation was sent to the state government, and yesterday we received orders for their release. Eleven convicts in the Bilkis Bano case on Monday walked out of the Gudra sub jail. The defending the decision, the Gujarat additional chief secretary home, uh, for home affairs, Raj Kumar, was quoted as telling the news agency PTI that the Supreme Court had asked the government to consider early release of these eleven convicts under the state remission policy, which was in effect when they pronounced guilty in the case of. Uh, by the trial court. The 11 persons were convicted by special court uh, in Mumbai in 2008. At the time of the conviction, Gujarat was following a remission policy which came into effect in 1992 when the matter reached the Supreme Court and directed us to decide about release under 1992 policy because that was prevalent under the, con the conviction came in 2008. Gujarat adopted a new revision, uh, revised remission policy uh, for prisoners in 2014. In that policy, which is currently in effect, there are detailed guidelines about categories of convicts who can, who can, who can, uh, cannot be given relief. By it said the senior bureaucrat. Since the conviction took place in 2008, the Supreme Court directed us to consider this case under the 1992 policy, which was in effect in 2008. That policy did not give any specific clarity as to who can be given remission and who cannot. That policy was not. Uh, that policy was not that detailed in comparison to the 2014 policy, said the IAS officer. So basically, uh, convicts who had gang raped the women and killed some others were released. Now, I I don't know what your opinion about this case is. I Look, I did not know everything about the case, and I did not, not even know about Bilkis Bano because I was not following the case uh, 20 years ago. Um, to be frank with you, uh, I was on the other side of the world, you know, fighting my own trauma. And I was shocked, okay, I was shocked. As, as a woman, as a human being, I was shocked, okay. Just off the bat, neutral, without understanding the, the background, the politics, the history, I was shocked. Uh, these convicts, um, these convicts, did not uh, deserve to be out. They should have been in jail. They not only were involved in rape, but they were involved in gang rape and a murder. That means for me, life sentence. Okay, uh, they're lucky. Um, so, look. Um, why did they do it? Why was it allowed to happen? I can't tell you. Of course, everyone's going the BJP, the BJP. But whoever the pol pol politics about it, whatever the politics about it, it should never have happened. I don't. I can't understand. I cannot wrap my fingers around it. Uh, this is cruel. Okay. Uh, but let me go to some other points in this. Okay. We are all all the leftists, the woke people, the the uh, sickening woke people, as I like to. Uh, and of course, the the socialist Marxist group and all the Muslim Islamists are going. Yes, but the uh, justice is not being done. Blah blah blah. They don't really care about this. And and you have you know uh, you have the media going. Can you believe this happened? And they are making a they are making a hue and cry about it. Typical. Um, so the first case first. If this woman was in an Islamic country, so. Oh, sorry, I apologize. I'll start with it. Yes, 
in my opinion, it's wrong to let these convicts go. Right of the bat as women, it's wrong to let them go. I feel sorry for her. I, whoever she is, I feel sorry that she has to go through this trauma again. I'm sure that this gang rape is not easy. Uh, I am sure she's gone through trauma. I feel for her, whoever she is. But she should never have, this should never have happened. Point number two, if this woman was in an Islamic country, she would be killed. Because rape is not even considered uh, a crime by by Muslim men. If a Muslim man rapes a woman, that means it's the woman's fault. The women would have got killed automatically. She would be given lashes. If she was in Saudi Arabia, she would be considered an adulterer and she would be thrown in the garbage bin. She would be she would be killed. If she was in Iran, she'd be killed. If she was in any Muslim country, she would be killed. You have to have four uh technically by the sharia law you have to have four witnesses for rape that means if the witnesses did not uh say she was raped um then there's no rape and she would be considered an adulterer so already on the islamic law she would not she would be killed herself so she should be happy that she, i can't think about any happiness in this type of trauma but i i, I apologize for the words she, before these media folks, these disgusting media and Islamist folks pretend that they are so worried about her and justice has not been served, blah, blah, blah. They should thank themselves they are even on the Indian uh, subcontinent and they are in India where their case has actually been heard and this woman is still alive. Uh, because not only those, those, those uh, pedophiles and these, uh, these rapists would be killed, but the women would be killed as she is an adulterer. Islam does not allow... Uh, does not consider women to be raped. A woman has is either married to someone or she's an adulterer. It, it's she's always the fault. Uh, she's the fault of everything. So them making a big hue and cry about it is an absolute insult. First, they should take their responsibility that um, that they do not that that they do not even consider rape as 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 a as a crime in any islamic law and now they're pretending to be uh, uh human rights abuse and 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 blah 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 so the the uh, the rapists would not even have got prison they would have been hanged and killed uh and the women would be would be uh, uh would be killed also okay so all the Islamists out there, I'm sorry, but you're on the wrong side of things. And this is why we have so much rape in Islamic societies. Women are the most vulnerable in Islamic societies because of this concept that she's always the fault. Uh, she's always a problem. The only time it's a hue and cry and when it's two other uh, groups involved, sorry, another group involved, and, and then they pretend to be victims. But if this woman was, if the, this woman wasn't in Islamic society, you would never even hear about it. She would be killed and they will never take that responsibility. So that's point number one. Point number two is that there is so much of rape in Islamic history. Her ancestors would have been raped herself. Her ancestors would have been raped. There's rape in every society, every generation of Islam, Islamic history, rape and rape and rape. And her ancestors would have been converted to, to Islam only through rape, okay, either by the sword or rape. So if you don't, if you do not, uh, uh, if you do not convert, you'll be raped. It's just like Kanahaya Lal, it's just like all the other people in Kashmir, it's just like all the people who've been beheaded, lock, stock and barrels. Uh, either you convert or we'll kill you or we'll, and we'll rape your women. 
um, and basically that is how ancestors would have been converted to to uh, to Islam. Now, if you do not um, you do not take your responsibility, you do not take understand what happened. You keep saying, like I said. Um, you keep saying, well, oh, my, the God is going to help me, and I pray to Allah, and I'm a true Muslim, or I'm a true Hindu, I'm a true Christian, I'm a true, I believe in God, I believe in this. And you do not take, understand the currents that form your ways, you do not offload the baggage, you are going to come to this point in history. So she's been indoctrinated, her metaphysical has been uh, isolated and abused. Uh, stagnated and 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 her mind has been raped to dogma intellectual uh, rape of her mind and then it will end the currents that into those intellectual rape of her mind through uh, lies and through uh, through uh, colonization of her mind ideological rape will then lead to physical rape and whatever's been indoctrinated into it a selective amnesia will continue the garbage will keep continuing cycle after cycle until she takes her responsibility that somewhere on the line her ancestors were raped in order for her to be where she is today and this my dear friends is a story for every single human being on this planet every single human being on this planet ha has to know this so this is a junction in life that we have to understand that we have to learn from that somewhere on the lines our ancestors went to rape went to trauma went to war and and we and that has been in, embedded in our in our psyche it has to come out we have to open the knots we have to understand the concept of of war that happened in the past the the rape of our minds the rape of our bodies the rape of our ancestors to bring us to who we are today and as a result of which uh, offload the negative energy, balance it out, make our peace with ourselves, heal and, and, and recognize the trauma that we've gone through in order for us to go fo forward and, and not have those currents form negative ways, but, you know, calm blue ocean seas. Um, so until she, uh, Miss Banu and Banu and people like her, do not take responsibility, do not acknowledge the rape of their ancestors uh, through the cycles of life to be uh, on this Islamic plantation that they are today. Its rape is going to continue because we are cycle. We end our lives exactly how we started. We'll go to the same thing cycle after cycle. And this, my dear friend, brings us to the story uh, of the Uyghur um, uh, genocide, that's the Uyghur genocide in, in China. Um, we look at it as, oh my God, the Chinese are, are um, uh, you know, killing the Uyghurs and, and the genocide is happening. Yes, it is. Yes, it's wrong. Why is it happening? Because Islam is a religion of peace? Because, because of these uh, Abrahamic religions? No. How do you think the cycle happened? If it's happening to them now, that means the cycle started the same way. The cycle will end the same way as it started because we're 360, we come to a full circle. That means the very fact that someone else is doing it to them, how did they become Muslims? Because their Islamic invaders did the same thing to their ancestors as, as the Chinese are doing to them today. So they're trying to cry and say, well, you know, we, we're being raped and we're being butchered and we're being murdered. Yes. It has to stop, but it cannot stop by on the outside. It has to stop on the inside until they take their responsibility that the, that they were converted to these.
to this religion or to this ideology by the same rape of their ancestors, their colonization of their mind, their metaphysical, to put them on an isolated, ignorant plantation, feed them a dogma, and so the cycle repeats and repeats and repeats, and then the physical abuse of their bodies after that, and which is what's happening today. So the Chinese are not, because we're currents and waves, we do not change, we repeat the same actions, generation after generations. So if the Uyghurs want to stop this, if they do not take the responsibility of what happened to their ancestors, it will continue. It's the same for every single one of us. You have to understand that concept. You also have to, we also have to understand, we have to call out all sites of trauma. So no Islamist, not one single person on, on this planet, no, uh, no woke agenda um, um, agenda people, no leftists, no socialists, no Marxists have called out the rape and the murders of these 15 people in the in Ms. Nupur Sharma's events. Uh, they've been raped, they're slit, slitting, not rape, I apologize, they've been slitting of throats, they've been murdered, there's butchering. Um, it's been happening across the board. No one opened their mouths, no one had the guts and the courage to, to have, uh, to tell us about um, to say anything about uh, um, uh, uh, Salman Rushdie, for them that's not murder, that's not trauma. Which person should have to go through it? As as uh, as some of the journalists says, which person should have to go through the rape of with one? Which women will want to will want to go to the rape of Miss Bano? And they are making a big hue and cry about it. Yes, did they make a big hue and cry about Salman Rushdie? No, but we take we take offense when it happens to us. When the shoes on someone else's foot is wrong. So this is an important junction to understand that rape and trauma has to be called out everywhere, including your own. You have to have the courage to call your own, and and and, and not just say I disagree with it, but take responsibility for it. Understand the currents that form your ways, and then only with someone else do the same thing from their side. You do not expect justice from someone else if you do not give justice to others. And this is typical of what's going what's going wrong all around the country and all around the world. We only we only talk about the problems when it's on someone someone else's plantation, and it's happening to us on someone else's plantation. So it's okay. We, we call it out when someone else is doing it to us. When another group is, is, is raping us, another group is butchering us, we do not call the tra out the trauma on our own groups, on our own side. And this is us versus them, them versus us. This is the Abrahamic occupation of our mind because we're not labels, we're not humans as we say we are. We are cyclic currents and waves. There is no difference. Those currents will form your waves. So we have cymatic frequencies. The frequencies go both go go in both direction. If you you want one direction, you have to acknowledge there's another direction too, and you have to start calling out everything. You have to take that responsibility. You have to take responsibility for all the murders, the butchering that has gone on uh, for people who had the guts to stand up, um, and and say. Uh, Stand by Nupur Sharma, whether you like it or not. Okay, instead of instead of uh, reprimanding her as as responsible for all the trauma on this on on the subcontinent, as if it never happened before, as if the the Islamic groups have not been butchering and murdering uh, people all over the world for the last fourteen hundred years. Like, oh my God, this is they are real victims. Um, so no one called it out. It's okay. They they pretended. Oh, you've insulted. 
you've con committed blasphemy, you've insulted our prophet. So that insult is bad, but killing someone's not bad. No one opened their mouth. No one opened their mouth against uh, when Salman Rushdie rose up, uh, was, was uh, attacked. However, all of a sudden now, they are making a hue and cry about it as if uh, the world is coming to an end. Yes, for this lady, Miss Bano, the world has come to an end. But you have to, if you do not take responsibility for everything else, the frequency will come back to get you. You they, they refuse to take they refuse to even acknowledge the, the, the 59 people who were burned in the Sabarmati train of life as if they, they're not even human beings. They they don't exist. They are aliens. They have never talked about it. No one even knows what these people's names are. No one even knows. Uh, who these these people are, whether they're human or not, whether they have families, who their families were, no one interviewed them. What went on? Okay, there was there were uh, Muslims uh, who were behind this, and whether they're Muslim or Hindus or Christians or whoever, there were there were people behind this. No one was convicted. Not that I know of. Maybe uh, I'm sorry. Maybe maybe they were, and I, I I'm not aware of that. Uh, I apologize. Um, I'm not aware of it. Um, yeah, so no one talks about. It. No media will talk about it as if they, you know, like the dirt, the third world dirt. But you're you're bothered about the explosion that happened afterwards, where two thousand people or a thousand people were were killed in this uh, in in the violence. But yes, there's going to be an explosion when you butcher someone. There's going to be an explosion. And and now when it, it it's all about the place, you're trying to make a big cry. Oh my God, they're the uh, the rape incident, the 11 convicts, yes, it'll happen because you refuse to take responsibility for the other side. The pendulum will swing the both sides. Why do you think it's okay for one, but it's not okay for the other? So that is the most important thing that we have to learn, that we have to start calling out every single trauma, make every single junction into, the, into an intellectual uh, laboratory, offload those labels, look under the labels, look under the, the um, look at the... Uh, uh, the currents that form our ways, and the currents are not Hindu, Muslim, Sikh, Greek, Black, Yellow. The currents are currents. We are all same frequencies. We're electromagnetic frequency. It's important to understand because we're getting something that's been given it. When we do something, we give the key to someone to do the same thing to us. It is important that you understand that. Um, Atwa, all that lies in between. So I know this has been a long podcast, very, very important. Uh, please share it with your friends. If you have any comments, don't hesitate to give me any uh, your advice, your counsel. If you don't agree with me, I understand because this is important for all of us. We will have different comments, different opinions. Um, we can still talk about it. Talking about it is the most important thing. It will bring our, we'll brainstorm ourselves to bring about, bring offloading the data, understanding this junction and healing and, and getting better because we do not talk about it. We will not change. We have to call a spade a spade. It, it doesn't have a label. A spade does not have a label. A spade does not have a format. Rape is, is a crime. Rape should not happen. And, and we have to heal from this. So thank you very much for your time. I apologize for the length of this podcast. I wish you a great day. I hope you had a great Janmashtami and hope we can be a better civilization going on. Uh, whoever we are, what are the spe whatever the species we are, we need to heal. Thank you very much for your time, ladies and gentlemen. Have yourself a great day and stay safe.